Welcome to Ditch the Binge, the podcast where I help you stop binge eating and build a banging body image without having to obsessively track all your meals, be haunted by the scale, or waste another year of your life being controlled by how you look. If you are finally ready to end the war with food and body and grab life by the balls, you are in the right place. Self-sufficient energy. What is it? Well, that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. A lot of the individuals that I work with come to me and they have pretty extensive backgrounds in people-pleasing. In fact, I would go as far to call them experts. (laughs) They are experts at people-pleasing, at wanting things to just go well and be well and do well and for people to be happy and all of those things. And and truly, I don't think people-pleasing is always bad. I think it's nice to go out and do something for someone else because you just know that it's going to please them for no other reason than this is going to make them feel good, which in turn makes you feel good. It's a win-win, right? However, people-pleasing takes on a little bit of a dark side. When you start doing it so much, you get resentful, you're angry, and you kind of lose sight of who you are. Instead of putting yourself first, pleasing yourself first, doing what you want first, your entire existence is put on this external kind of screen. You're like, okay, how's this person? How's this person? What do they think of me? Do they like me? Are they okay? What do they do? And you're going all of the time. In every environment you're in, you're just always up in your head wondering what they're thinking, if they're having a good time, what they really feel about your music, if they really would have picked this restaurant, what they really think of your outfit, what they would rather be doing. Again, It's exhausting. And what I want for you to start doing is to show up with self-sufficiency energy. It's it's a little bit closer to big dick energy than people-pleasing energy, and I'm going to kind of tease all of those apart so you have a better understanding as we go through this episode. But first, I'm going to give you a little story that illustrates, I think, really well what I mean by self-sufficient energy or self-sufficiency energy. I I don't know what the right way is because I just kind of made this word up. But (laughs) I have this girlfriend. Her name is Nicole. True story. She's alive. We just, we Marco Polo all the time. And I met her six or seven years ago. And when I met her, I immediately liked her. I was like, I don't, I, I don't know who this chick is, but I'm in. Like, I want to, wherever she's going, I'm coming. Like, I just really liked her. I liked her vibe. I liked her energy. I liked her style. Uh, right now, I think she has a mullet. <laughs> it's like, she's just kind of weird and super awesome. I just love her. But as I grew to Nicole, to know Nicole over the years, she started telling me something. And that was that many people found her intimidating. In fact, I would say almost everyone that meets her for the first time feels that she is intimidating. And I was blown away by this because I didn't feel that at all. 
I was like, I wasn't intimidated by you. I thought you were awesome. Like I wanted to be around you. I wanted that. I wanted what you were doing. Like I loved your vibe. And do you know why I think people felt intimidated by her? And why I didn't, why I was in fact attracted to her. That is because she did not put off people-pleasing energy. She puts off self-sufficient energy. And I like that. People-pleasing energy... You probably know someone like this. As I'm explaining what this is in my mind, you're probably going to be like, yep. Or maybe it's you. Maybe it's you. And if it's you, don't hide in your little shell. Like, Learn from this podcast episode and take it and practice it and begin to change your ways. But when, when you're around a real people pleaser, you know who they are. Right? They're like, oh my, oh, what do you think? Do you are you having a good time? What do you want to do? What do you want to eat? Whatever you need to do. And oh my gosh, I just want you to be happy. Are you comfortable? Can I get you more of this? Can I get you more of that? You're like, Jesus, would you just leave me alone for a second? I feel this way often because I also like to believe I put off self-sufficient energy. Now, this doesn't mean Nicole or myself are just a-holes, right? This doesn't mean when I saw Nicole that I was like, wow, she doesn't care about anything or anyone. She's so hard and she's so cold and (laughs) that's not it at all. But she put off an energy where I knew I didn't need to do a ton of stuff to make sure she was okay. And as a friend... I really like that. I like being in a relationship with someone, being in a friendship with someone where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take care of me. You're going to take care of you. If something isn't right, let's talk about it. Until then, let's proceed. You don't have to be all up in their head or your head wondering if everything's okay. Because you know and you trust this person so much that you know if something isn't okay, they're going to talk to you about it. What a relief that is. And this is something that many people pleasers will not do, but if they do it, it's in a it's in an exhausting way. It's like, oh my gosh, but do you, are you mad? What do you think? I don't know. What's going on? I, I just want you to be mad. Did I do something? Did I say something? And when you approach this, if something is raw off, when you have self-sufficient energy, you approach the, the circumstance or the individual and you're like, hey, you know what? Uh, the thing that, that got said last night, like, can we talk about that for a second? Because it's really just... It's still sitting with me, and I just, what did you mean by that? I just really like to talk about it. Oh my gosh, I'm glad you brought it up. I didn't mean it that way at all. This is how I actually meant it. I'm so sorry that you heard it that way, but you get to work through it. You don't have to live in your head or try and figure out what they really meant. You can just work through it. You don't have to be a mind reader. You know, this also shows up 
I've traveled a little bit with Nicole or just gone out to dinner or we've gone on a couple little trips, weekend trips. And it's so beautiful because we're both extremely independent. And so if she needs to get up in the morning and go out for a walk, she's going to go. And that doesn't mean she's going to try and sneak out without me knowing, or she's going to try and do it behind my back or anything. But if I'm sleeping, she's not going to just sit there and be miserable the whole time until I wake up. And and then she starts her day. She's like, I'm going to go get some coffee. Or she doesn't really drink coffee. She drinks tea. I'm going to go get some tea. Then I'm going to go sit outside. I'm going to take care of me. And when you're ready, we're going to have a great day. Self-sufficient energy. We need more of this. It is taking care of yourself and also communicating that you need other people to take care of themselves. You only have so much time, energy, and bandwidth in your brain to deal with all life throws at you. You cannot manage everyone's feelings. You cannot check in with everyone all of the time. You cannot make sure everyone is okay and having a great time. You cannot please everyone. When you are worried about pleasing everyone else, what often happens is you squash who you really are. You stop listening to what you want. You stop listening to what you need. Because suddenly you are now living for their approval. I want to reiterate this part because I think this is important for you to hear that self-sufficient energy doesn't mean you're an asshole. It just means you know who you are. And if you've been a people pleaser, if you've been someone that's been a little bit more timid and you begin to shift this energy into self-sufficient energy, you you are probably exhausted of your own people pleasing, right? Because it's not only exhausting for you, it's exhausting for the other person too, right? When I'm around people pleasers, I'm like, yo, I got it. I'm good. I'm going to let you know when I'm not, okay? And that's a relief for everyone. I, I'm just like, listen, Girl, I'm good. I'm going to let you know. You don't need to think about me. If th- if something's wrong, if I need something, I promise I'm going to come to you. But people pleasers often don't believe this because they never do this. They would never inconvenience anyone because they're too damn nice. But But what that actually does is it makes you suffer. If you are the people pleaser, you are not getting your needs met. You are not getting what you actually want. You are not saying, I actually, I'm sorry, I cannot take on that extra work project. Instead of, yeah, sure, I'll, no, it's fine. I'll figure out a way. I Totally, I can work Sunday. Yeah, there's no problem. I'll do it. Uh-huh, yeah, whatever you need. Yep. And you just push yourself to the max all of the time. And this is what builds resentment. This is what builds burnout. This is what takes away your power, truly, when you're, when you're going and living and doing for everyone else, you stop focusing on you. And when you transition into this self-sufficient energy 
of having a conversation maybe with a coworker because maybe it's it's been going on for so long that you're like okay I just we need to talk about this and you you just talk to a coworker or a partner and you say hey I have noticed I'm in my head all of the time I'm always worried about what you're doing. I'm always worried if you're happy. I'm always worried if you're comfortable. And again, these are great things. This people pleasing isn't 100% bad. I think it's it's beautiful and it's nice and some of my best friends are people pleasers and I just want them to have their own back a little bit more. And that's what this podcast is about. So you may have a conversation with your person, whoever that is, and explain this is what you're working on. Like, hey, I need to do this for me, and I need to know that if you're not okay, can we just kind of have this pact that you're just going to come talk to me? Because I can't keep trying to read your brain. I can't keep trying to make sure you're okay. It's, it's, I'm going to go crazy. And so I, I want to have a communication and a relationship with you that is self-sufficient, right? That we come together, I make sure, you know, we check in every now and again. I still do nice things for you, but for the most part, like I'm really going to take care of me and you're going to take care of you and then we'll meet in the middle when that's that makes sense. But this is where I'm at. I'm really going to work on focusing on me and I'm going to trust that if things are not going okay with you, you're going to let me know. That's it. Have that conversation. And Anytime you're changing one of these behaviors, you know, this happens a lot with the women that I work with because they really kind of turn into this new, more grounded, more calm, more confident, more bold person. And when for, you know, 15, 20, 30 years, they've been someone that just bottles it all up or shoves it all down or never speaks up. When you start to change these behaviors, when you start to change how you're living, Sometimes people are like, what? You said what? You want to do what? And it's not that you're doing something that is wrong. It's just a little surprising. It takes our peers, our friends, our family, our coworkers some time to catch up to where you're at. It takes them some time to catch up to the growth that you're experiencing. And that truly, I'm just going to tell you this, can be sometimes a little bit uncomfortable just because it's new. Sometimes not. Sometimes you have these conversations and you make these changes and people are like, thank God, oh man, I've been waiting for you to do this. This is, I literally have been waiting for you to do this. And honestly, that's what I see happen more often than not. The people pleasing that you're doing that you think is pleasing other people It's not. It's just kind of this anxiety. It's this nervous energy. And when you shift that into self-sufficiency energy, the other person is actually quite thankful. And then when you do check in, when you do something just because you, you know, buy them flowers or pick up their work schedule or whatever it is, they're like, oh my God, that's so nice. It was just out of the blue. So nice. You can still do those kind things for no reason. So notice when you're in people pleasing energy versus self sufficiency energy. One is going to feel calm and strong and and grounded, right? You're going to be focused because it's about you. 
people-pleasing energy is going to be erratic. It's going to be stressful and a little bit more exhausting because you're trying to control how someone else feels, which is damn near impossible. And also not your job. So notice this in your own life and begin to shift into this self-sufficient energy. All right, my friends, thanks for being here. I will talk to you next week. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.